Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith that is ultimately about inspiring hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this at mygatewayfellowship.com. Tonight, uh, thank you, fellows. Uh, thank you, ladies. Thank you very much. Um, tonight, uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit tonight. Uh, the text that we'll be uh, conversing from, and I might be in the way. The text that we, may, we are conversing from is found in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verse 20. Um, in the New International Version is what we're going to use. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. What I would like for you all to do is I would like for you all to read it with me. All right? Let's go for it. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. One more time. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Man, that's a mouthful right there. All right, let us pray and let's get into it. Lord, you are here. We are here. Speak to us. In your name we pray. Amen. Woo! You know, I, so... Um, today, um, I was thinking a lot about this text and the, the title I was going to use was going to be learned, learned passivity, but I changed it and decided to say he is, therefore we can. All right. That's what we're going to go on today. He is, therefore we can. Now, if you look at the text, when it says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, which means we do ask. Now, when I was a child, um, I, I do like going back to my childhood just for a moment, because I guess some ways it's kind of therapeutic. In other ways, um, it gives you an idea of who I am today. Uh, when I was a child, I asked for a lot of things. I wished for a lot of things. Uh, I wanted like a, you know, a tr- for those who know what a tricycle is, I wanted one of those. And, and uh, you know, at once I wanted a swin, a swin bicycle, and I wanted all these little things. And as I got older, I always asked for something. God is wanting us to ask for him. What I, I didn't get that at first. I thought that when I asked for things and when I got those things and those things made me happy, life was grand. Found out that that is not the truth. Life is actually grand when you realize that God will give you more than you can ask or imagine. So that means when you ask him for peace, he doesn't just bring peace. He brings hmm, maybe prosperity for some, maybe healing for some, miracles for some, restoration for some, renewal for some. So he is a God who likes you to eat at a smorgasbord, a smorgasbord of blessings, a smorgasbord of his love, of his grace, of his power, of his peace. That's what he likes for us to do. He actually enjoys fulfilling the request that we ask, not how you ask it, but how he answers it. Okay, see if we can work this out. So say you wanted a promotion. You're working at this job and you feel that the promotion would make it better for you. 
been there for, let's say, eight years and, you know, you're getting sick and tired of where you are, yet you ask for a promotion. But instead of getting a promotion, you lose your job. Stay with me. So now you're now you're not sure what's going on yet. You remember the text and you keep praying it and you keep believing so what God does, and instead of actually promoting you at the same place that caused you to stay at the level that you were, he awakened in you creativity, which allowed you to go out on your own, which allowed you to make the more money. But most importantly, it gave you what you always wanted to be validated in yourself. To understand that, you know what, there's more to me than just working for someone. Are you guys following me? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think what it is, let me see if I can get it. Let me, let me go basic. We don't believe. We just don't believe it. Because every day there are trials. Every day there are disappointments. Every day there's death. Every day someone's sick. Every day someone does something that you do not like. Every day there are things that get on your nerves. Every day, sometimes you stumble and fall, maybe figuratively or, you know, literally. Every day. So when you ask God for something and sometimes things aren't fulfilled the way you want them, you believe that God is not answering you. When in actuality, he is. I work. Actually, I live where I work. Sometimes I actually go outside and I go outside a whole lot more now. And the reason why is because, you know, I, I, you know, have you ever prayed for peace and you work in a place that's scenic or you go somewhere or you listen to certain music and stuff. But even though somebody cuts you off, you know, you pray for peace and songs are playing, you know, songs are playing and the birds are singing and all this stuff. And you're still asking for the Lord to, to provide you peace. What is killing us is that we are missing it as we walk. We're walking and we're looking for a, for a blessing. Lord, I just want a blessing today. And so the Lord sends someone your way. But we're missing them because we're looking for a blessing. Oh, I ain't got time, sir. Got to get a blessing. So I walk past, not knowing that if I took the time to listen to him, what I was searching for, he just by me being present to him, God is present to both of us and he gives it to us. <laughs> well, for me, I would be running when I heard that. But at any rate, so, you know, so and I'm still moving. I'm still moving. And I'm still looking for God to show up. Looking for him to show up. He already has, because if you have breath in your body, that says that he is with you. If you can see or not, if you can hear, if you can walk or not, God is still with you. The problem is, is that we want him to do what we ask. I mean, come on. God, I don't necessarily want to go through trials and tribulations, but I do want heaven. I do want, you know, serenity. I mean, it's hard to hear this, but I got to tell you, sometimes all we need to do is focus on him. Leave it with him. I mean, like really leave it with him. He 
is. Therefore, we can. Before the world was even here, he was here. So now we're living in this world, and for some odd reason, our worlds have gotten a lot smaller. Some of us, some of us go to different churches and come here. Some of us work in different places. So we are always separated. Every now and again, we come together. And I'm going to have to say it this way. But are we really together? I mean, we're in the same place. Don't get me wrong. We are all in this building. We are assembled together. We are all breathing in and out. Inhale, exhale. Some of us, some of us eyes open. Some of us eyes closed. But we're all in here. But are we all together? There are some of us who've been coming here for a while. There's some who sit on this side and, you know, you got, you know, you, there are certain folks you know when they're here because they're in their seat. I believe, and, and listen, don't get me wrong, I'm just, I'm just going to say it this way. I believe that there are some of us whose blessing is being missed because of the chair that we sit in. I'm just going to be honest with you because we are expecting, okay, let me, let, me, let me make it plain. So I'm coming in and I'm looking for my spot. I don't know why I'm looking for my spot, but for some odd reason, this spot has become mine. I don't pay rent here. There's no, there's no name on it. And please understand, I'm not, I'm not trying to hate. I'm trying to make a point to you all. For some odd reason, we are settling in our lives. That's what we do. So easily, if I come in and my seat is taken, my attitude changes. So now the blessing I was expecting to get, and now let's check this out. I already was expecting to get a certain blessing. So I came in with the expectation that God would answer the prayer according to how I asked it. Okay. Looking for a blessing. And I expected that God would answer it the way I asked it. So that means when I come in, somebody better not talk to me who I don't want to talk to. Somebody better not. You, you just get out my way. I'm coming in because there's my seat. And, and I'm coming because I know a blessing is coming. Wait a minute. You're in my. How you, how you doing, brother? And now I am, I am distraught. And I'm sitting here and, this, and I'm telling you, the praise team is going off. But I'm sitting here because I'm still thinking about why is this dude in my seat? Now, I'm making a joke of it, but come on, folk. Let's think about our lives. How often do we worry about the petty and, and frivolous things in our lives? How often do we do that? Yet we're still asking God, Lord, I know you're here and I know you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than I can ask. Or, and I mean, seriously, be honest with yourselves. Get over the petty stuff. We miss out on what is being what is called assembling of ourselves together because most of us aren't together by ourselves. Most of us haven't taken the time to truly commune with God. We have conversations with him, two, three, five minute conversations, or maybe we walk past in passing. God is trying to get our attention. He's like, I'll I'll be right back. Yet we're still praying to him and we're still expecting him to give us what we ask. God is not a God who wants to just give us what we ask. He wants to give us more than we ask. Because in our world, our world is pretty small. 
And God actually is the one. They say, you know, he's got the he's got the whole world in his hands. Why is it that since he has the whole world in his hands, you want your world to be all right? And that's it. When you are one and who, who what is it? Seven billion people in the world. But for God, you are his world. Did you catch that? So each person in here has the creator of the world who thinks the world of you. Did I not say that the right way? We all in here have the creator of the world who thinks the world of us. Oh, okay. All right. Just checking. Maybe, maybe it's because of what I said before. Maybe you just don't believe it yet. So what is it? What do you need from him? Because if he hasn't answered the way you wanted him to answer, then what is it that you need? The reason why I'm hitting this today, and boy, I'm telling you, last night as I was sleeping, I was like, man, Lord, you're really saying some stuff to me right now. And, you know, I don't know, when the Lord puts something on your heart, please don't be afraid to share it especially if it's meant for someone. So I'm not going to say I don't care because I care for you all. That's why I'm telling you. There is something about us that we just don't realize who we are. And we don't necessarily realize who he is. So somehow our identity has been jacked. So when we do ask for something, we ask for what we think he'll give us. So it's easy for us to ask, well, you know, I wish I had a basket. And the Lord will provide you with a basket. And sometimes he gives you more in there, but he actually gives you what you asked for. At the same time, there's a person who brings the basket to you. And that individual may be the person that you need that will get you to another place. You say thank you for the basket. The person leaves and you don't. That person right there has your bigger blessing. But the basket is what you wanted. So now you can walk around with your basket. But how big is your blessing? I have to say it this way. Death kills us. When someone dies that's really close to us, it tears us apart. And for some odd reason, we die with them. I understand. I know people die. It's going to happen. People are going to get sick. But I have to say this to you. For some odd reason, we dwell so much on what we've lost. When we have so much to gain. There are some who have lost a loved one and they have. They have wasted much emotional energy on what was. Please understand when I say this, I'm not minimizing the loss of a person. What I'm saying is, is that unfortunately the person is no longer here, but you are. So what are you going to do while you're here? Who are you going to give life to? Because the person, unfortunately, who died gave you some type of life. But in actuality, they were They're not the one who gave you life. It was God. 
But for some odd reason within ourselves, we put ourselves in the person, in the thing. And so as we walk through life, we miss life because we thought life was with them. When God says he wants to do something that's immeasurably more than you can ask, than we ask or imagine, he means that. He wants us to have life in him. He wants to take us a place that we cannot take ourselves. There's no way in the world you can stay the same and expect to go to heaven. There's no way in the world you can stay in your rut, whatever that rut is and whatever it is you hold on to. I was going to say we are collectors. We are collectors of pain and of hurt, of resentment, of neglect, of abuse. We collect it. I'm going to say this as I as I'm wrapping it up. We collect it through life. We didn't start off with it. We started off. You know, you come out, you know, push. I don't, ladies, I'm not minimizing it at all, but you know, you just, and you pull the baby out and you're slapping and the baby breathes. And then you shed and shine Christ's light on that child as he or she grows. But then somewhere in the ages, because of what you have collected, the child learns that there's more to life than just joy. There's more to life than just peace. There's more to life than just love. There's more to life than just acceptance. Somehow, the child learned something else. And all of a sudden, hate comes out of your basket, and now the child is wondering, well, is this for me? I've never seen this before. So what do I do with it? And then all of a sudden, that child has learned what you taught them. And now here we are. And I'm only saying that because Satan is good. Satan wants you to believe that what you collect is what you should keep. When actuality, we should not be collectors, but we should be conquerors. Because God is the one who said we are more than conquerors. Man. Understand, folks, our lives are important. So when God says that he's going to do more than we can ask or imagine, I mean, I'm talking about he's going to do things that there's, there's no thought, human thought, that can comprehend it. Please don't let anybody or anything hold you back from receiving all that God has in store for you. Please don't let anybody or anything hold you back from receiving what God has for you. It's so important that you realize that God has a plan for your life. It's so important that you realize God has a future and a hope for your life. It didn't end when your mother, your grandmother, your aunt, your nephew, your niece passed away. It didn't end there. We don't have to have, we don't need to spend time wondering why a person is not here anymore. 
I know this in some ways may not be easy to hear, but you need to understand we are not God. But for some odd reason, we have wasted a lot of time spending trying to get in on the courts of God, trying to ask them questions. Hey, God, God, listen, you got you got a minute? I need to know why Mary died. God is saying, I died so you can live. But you don't understand. I need to know why Mary died. Do you realize how hurt I am because Mary is not here? Do you realize how much life I have given you? Mary, when she was here, spent her time. Her time for, for now is up. But what about you? I have given you life. So what are you going to do with it? And he doesn't say he just wants you to give you, he wants to give you life. He wants to give you a more abundant life. God is able to do way more than we give him credit for sometimes. I ask you, to ask yourself some questions. One, why do you believe sometimes that God cannot do what he says he can do? Second question, why do you hold back from asking God what you really want and what you really need? Now, don't get me wrong. In the word, it says that we don't know what to ask. But at the same time, there are longings in our hearts. And because, as I talked about before, of the basket that we filled with pain and hurt and neglect and abuse, rejection and all this stuff, we only ask as much as we can. So Lord, if you could just take away the pain. It's not all God wants to give you, but he'll take it away. Can you accept him for who he is? Because he is the creator the life giver, our redeemer, our savior, and our friend. Choose, choose today to just let him have his way in your life. And I guarantee you, you will never regret it. Amen. Thank you. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.